Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We're fast-tracking some Carrie and Tommy fun your way in just a few seconds. Fast-track your next car rental with Budget's hassle-free services at budget.com.au. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Welcome to Wednesday. How are we? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. How are you I'm, feeling? I, I'm just wondering whether when I'm going to lose my license. What do you mean? What are you doing? Because I've just seen today, and I don't know how long it's been changed for, that the streets around my house have gone to 40. Oh, and they used to be they used to be 60. But are they and school zones? Nah. And there's four lanes. It's a big road. What? Yeah. 40. And it's Permanently. 40. It's 40. Yeah. There must be a school nearby. Uh, isn't 50 the only bit yeah. that's not a school zone that it no, can go down to? No, there's a street near mine that's 30. What? I've yes. never seen a 30. There is a street near mine that's 30. Are they the, the electric signs that nah, change down? Nah, permanent. Oh, and, wow. And, and I have no idea. I've been driving 60 down these streets. Oh, no. So I don't know how yeah. long when it got changed. I feel like they should have to go down by two kilometer increments. So it should mean? go from, because it used to be 60. And if you're 25 over, you lose your license. And so now it's a friend 40. friend of mine did that in a 40. Really? 65. <laughs> I've become acutely aware, because obviously driving with Ollie, yes. just how slow 20 and 40 feels. Yes. <laughs> a lot safer, though. You feel real safe. You usually hit things at 70. Carrie's playing bumper cars again. Um, hey, Bickers, mm. I'm going to go a bit AM next. We've got a big You've show. You've been doing that quite a lot. I know. I'm getting older. Um, we've got a big show. Time Game is coming up later on. We've got a special guest, a star of the uh, Australian comedy world, who's had a crime committed against his person. But up next... I'm outraged. I'm outraged. You should be. This is outrageous. I've been stung with a bill and I've decided I think I'm going to take legal action. That's next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Coming up very soon, one of the most <laughs> famous houses in the world has been sold. We'll tell you how oh, much. Which one? Yes. We can't tell you because. Oh, no, I have stay, to wait. Stay yeah. tuned. I don't, but I want to know now. Stay tuned. Um, because it's only just after three o'clock and I've already adopted a power stance. Have you? Yes. Is that what a power stance looks like? You're just yep. standing. Yeah, but my legs are wide because I'm sturdy. Oh, I can't so, see below the desk. Right. So they're wide. Yep. So yeah. You're angry. I'm so you're I, fighting. I am. Why don't you do a boxing stance? Because you're ready to punch on. No, nah, I didn't want to punch on. The lady's too nice. No, I don't mean physically punch on. When why am I in a boxing stance? Getting in the zone. Oh. I'll yeah, get in a you. word punching stance. Oh, yeah. I was happy with my power pose, okay. guys. Okay. <laughs> You're in your power pose. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So I went away for the weekend. Uh, once a year, my family all goes away. So my nieces, now, of course, the new additions, my, my kids go. Um, so, your kids? Yeah, my dogs. Oh, sure. Yeah. And um, I always 
uh, book the house because I it's it's expensive because we need to get a big house for all of us. And so I did that this time, and the place we stayed at um, was lovely, but um, there was a there was a fire in there, right? Awesome. Yeah, awesome. And there's like nothing an open nicer. Fire? It was in a cold part of Australia, and so there's nothing nicer than sitting around. The girls can toast marshmallows. Oh, so a proper proper fire, yeah, not proper just a press fire. A button p- yes. fire. Mm-hmm. And then outside there was also a fire pit. Right, Fun. and and along the whole back of the property mm-hmm. was wood piled up, right, and inside under the fire, wood piled up, and so we thought, yeah. fantastic, you need wood for fire, so we put on a fire mm-hmm. for the first night. Great. Anyway, it all goes fine. We leave. Uh, we clean the place immaculately. Leave it better than when we arrived. Do you have to clean it a place when you've hired it. I don't know. Don't we do. Cleaners? I don't know. We do. It's, do you? Yeah. You need to. No, you pay a fee for that. Yeah, but sure, but yeah. we did. Okay. Yeah, it's Lovely. a good lesson for the sure. nieces. Great. Um, and so we left and I sent the host a message and then um, I got a message uh, yesterday and it was from the lovely lady who I'd been dealing with, who I found out, I thought she was the owner, but I found out through her voicemail that she must be a third party. Like she must look oh, like after a, a bunch yep. of Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. And so, and she leaves me a voicemail and just says, hey, Tommy. And I'd spoken to her a little bit and so she said, hey, Tommy on the voicemail. I've got a bit of an awkward conversation I've got to have with you. Can you give me a call? And I'm thinking, oh, my God, is there a a dog turd that I haven't found or something like that? Or have my nieces ripped something up or something? And so I call her and I say, hey, what's what's the awkward conversation we have to have? And she goes, oh, you had a fire in the... In the fireplace. And I said, yep, that seemed like the perfect spot. (laughs) And she said, um, the owners insist that that wood is decorative only. Was it not proper firewood? No, it was. It was just normal wood. And I said, what do you mean? Do you mean what's decorative? Like just so This is exactly what I said, right? I said, what? I said, there's no difference between decorative wood and wood. Unless it's that fake plastic wood. Nah, it's just normal wood. And I said... It's decorative. And, and she said, yes. And um, how many pieces do you reckon you use? And I said, I don't know, four, maybe five. And she said, yeah, um, it's a $300 restocking fee of the decorative firewood. And I said, so, I said it was like $10 worth of wood. Hold on. but what are, So you're not allowed to use a fireplace. What are you meant to put in the fireplace? This is what I, I said. There's so much wood there. What are we meant to do? And she said, it says in the rules you have to bring your own firewood. BYO firewood. Yes. Would you like what? to know how? Where are you? Would you like to know how much I paid for the place? How much per night? Per night. Because, again, there's, a, se- lot, there's a lot, a lot of, of us. Um, so the, there was like seven rooms or something. And uh, I paid about $1,000 a night, maybe just oh. over. And now they're trying to sting me 300 bucks. So where were the rules? Is this – I didn't know about the, – the rule bit's an interesting bit that you didn't um, reveal. Yeah. Um, where were the rules? When you booked it or in the thing that you get when you go into a property that says all the – you know, when you have to make, stop making noise and I've all that? I've got no idea. As you know, I don't read anything. But the only place I, because I then went back and looked through the messages, the only place I saw it was in, they sent me a checkout list in the messages in Airbnb mm-hmm. and buried way down deep in check there. Out said, list. check out list. By then you've already done it. Yes. Well, anyway, I said, oh, nah, 
No. You said no. Yeah, I said you no. You hate confrontation. Yeah, I know. <gasps> you said no. Yeah, and then what happens? Because I said to her, I said, I said, hey, this is not you. I know it's not your property, so I'm sorry this is going to be annoying for you, but this is clearly a trap. Yeah, because like, so like when you take taken the, the wood out of the thing, yeah. how obvious, like how much wood are we talking? Like is it so obvious that you're missing like a big hole in the, the wood that's five there? five pieces in, what's, in See, what's a normal stack of wood. Because like, they've noticed that, I reckon they've either got a photo or they're counting. Absolutely. And they've gone back to sting you on purpose. Absolutely. And 300 yeah. bucks, like I even said, if you're hiring someone to restock that, you're spending 10 bucks, like I said, on the wood, 15 bucks for a bag of wood, and then it's going to cost me $285 in labour. But also, someone what do you to mean put... BYOing? You're all piling into the car to go away and you're like, oh, who's uh, going to collect the wood? The wood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, sorry, nieces. There's no room in the car. It's full of logs. So our producers have said no, online not, a bag decorative, of decorative fire but, logs costs 80 bucks, but they're, but they're not, not decorative. No, they're they were just, just real. wood. Yes. Did you Gives use the wood outside? Look. No. And there was literally hundreds of bits from outside. Yes, producer Pippa. I'm just wondering, this woman that you're dealing with. Yes. Two questions. She, sorry, she also said... Oh, she went, I know, I understand. And I tried to bring this up with the owner when they put it in as a rule. Yeah, surely she's having this conversation with every single person that stays there yes. in the wintertime. So here's what Yeah, because most people I reckon would just pay it because fighting oh, it is yeah. so exhausting. Well, so here's what I, I'm going to do. Because I don't want them to sting more and more people with this stupid rule, I said no, I wouldn't pay. And she goes, oh. Have you there, heard that? Is there any compromise? Like, would you, what about if we charge you $25 for a bag of wood? And I said well, obviously, that's so much more reasonable, <laughs> and I would consider that. And she said she'll go to the owners and I come back to me. should have done that to start with. I know. Anyway, yeah. And, and anyway, I've now fumed on it overnight, and I've decided I'm not going to do that. And I've decided I'm going to ring her back because there was a few things that didn't work at the place. So the barbecue didn't work, oh. and we I bought all this meat so we could have a big oh. Big barbecue. Oh, here yeah. we go. Here's yeah. the twist in yeah. the story. And then so I had to go cooking, up cook scratch. inside. And yep. I'm cooking inside for eight people. Only two burners on the stove oh. worked. And I'm oh. cooking for eight. And so I've decided <laughs> I'm going to call her back and I'm going to say I'm more than happy to pay the $300 for the firewood, but I would like one night deducted <gasps> from the fee. Oh, yeah. There's no way they're taking $1,000 off your fee. I'm doing it. Take them to task. Can you do it now so and we can find a... out up next what happens? And I want a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> to do you it need for a me. <laughs> There's no way they're giving you a night off. Then I'm. All that's going to happen. All class that's... action. Okay, what happens? Oh, class action. All the people that have been stung by the firewood deal. Let's get together individually where bits of twine, weak, easily broken, but yes. together we make You're a forest. Rope. No rope. Oh. <laughs> If only there are forests, we could use that wood. Yes. Um, but hold on, just one quick thing, because we um, need to take some calls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry, my anger really stretches I on. I feel like we've been talking for about yeah, 45 minutes. It's been minutes. a long time. Um, one quick thing, if they say, which I think is what they're going to yeah. say, sorry those things were broken, we're happy to waive the firewood fee in light of that. They're just not going to give you a night free. Would you accept the $300 being waived? No. You now you're new him th- to waste all this time on it now. But They've also, it's so emotional unethical. distress. It's clearly just a trap to get an extra three hundred bucks out of yeah. people when you're already spending a thousand bucks a night on the house. Thirteen ten sixty. Do you want similar firewood stories or Airbnb stories? I just want, or you want people I, joining your class my, action? I want my anger <laughs> to be heard, <laughs> and I want people who are angry about this thing as well <laughs> to agree with me. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't agree with me. Feel free to call, but also get ready for my wrath. Because he's in his tough Power stance. Power stance. 131060 <laughs> is our number. Carrie and Tommy. Ooh.
Tommy's taking a seat. He's not in his power pose oh, anymore. Sorry. Why are you going to have to get back up? Have we got a? Have we got something for me? Welcome to the program. Shut up and listen, Australia, <laughs> with your host Thomas Little on the AM dial. Price, you'd be so proud. Yes, I'm, I've got I've got small man anger. That's what I've got. I've got it because I. Uh, uh, booked an Airbnb for my whole family on the weekend, so it was a big house. It cost a lot of money. Thousand bucks a night. Thousand bucks a night. And then um, I left and I got a call from the third party, not the owner, um, saying, oh, I've got to have an awkward conversation with you, Tommy. Can you give us a call? And she said, oh, did you use the fireplace? And I said, yes, of course I did. It was in the middle of the room. It got down to two degrees overnight. We absolutely sat by the fire and wrote, toasted marshmallows. And she said, ugh. There's a fee for using their wood, and you're meant to BYO your own wood. And because said, that wood is decorative yeah, even under a fireplace. Even though it's exactly normal wood. <laughs> and she said the fee is $300, and I'm outraged. And you've Karen. said no. I've and said now no. your new plan is to say there was stuff that wasn't working, yep. the barbecue, a couple of the burners in the kitchen. Yep. You want a whole night free. I do, and I a- don't know how that's going to go. Angelo, can you match Tommy's rage? Look, I reckon you need to get a trailer load of timber delivered <laughs> to the front door and that way they can recoup their costs. I love it, Angelo. I love it. And do you reckon I should make sure that the wood is chopped up incredibly small? <laughs> I reckon wood chips. The smaller, the better. Wood chips is fantastic. Well, this all feeling a bit nasty now. Yeah. Yes. I want to get, get nasty. <laughs> yes. That's, that's the whole point. Angelo, did it make you angry when you heard it? Absolutely. Yes. It's a trap, isn't it? Absolute trap. Welcome to the AM, Angelo. Yes. And, and and not being able to cook for your fa- friends and family, even worse. Yes. God. Do you reckon I'm any chance of getting a thousand bucks back, Angelo? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Angelo. What about Big J? Oh, we love you, Big J. What's going on? You're not you're normally a happy man. Are you matching Tommy's anger? Hell no. For once, I actually disagree with the bloke. Tommy, read the fine print, son. No. Read the fine print of the contract. No. My mother-in-law does the same thing, and she stings all these clowns I can't read. <laughs> but, what, but see, he's just proving for? exactly what you think, which is is a bit of a raw yes. to sting people. Yeah. Well, well it, they... isn't, it isn't. If you read the uh, read the terms and conditions of every contract you engage in, you won't get stung. I mean, I thought you were an intelligent bloke, Tommy. Jay, I've never run. I've never read a contract ever. Like even well, for this job problem. that Carrie and I do, I, I haven't read. I mean, you really should read that contract. Yeah, I, the, the daily whippings are starting to hurt. <laughs> Big J, what do you think though about the three hundred dollars as the no, amount that, that you have to a, pay? Uh, tell them, tell them to shove it. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> now he's back on board. Yeah, good on you, Jay. Thank you. G'day, Kel. Hey, Tommy, how are you? I'm very, I'm sorry, I'm angry. Sorry, I forgot there. Yeah, I know, and I'm angry for you, and I'm actually an Airbnb host myself. Thanks, I'm on your side with this. Yeah. My suggestion is, and Carrie won't like this one because it is spiteful. Yes. You don't have to name exactly the listing, but you could very easily, if they don't renege on the finding of you within 24 hours, Maybe just suggest to your listeners oh where it was that you stayed. Oh my God. I, I love it, Kel. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I love it. We combine. Because we rely on positive reviews. Yes. We don't get positive reviews. We don't get bookings. And, and that is ridiculous. And we were we were fantastic guests, as I said to these guys. Yeah. We, we cleaned up everything. We left the place looking spotless. We took the bins out. We did all the dishes. Kel, question. Yeah. Are you meant to clean up after you've been in an Airbnb? Well, I'm like Tommy. Whenever I use them, which I do quite a lot, I always do tidy up. Yes. Mm. Yes. I, yes. I mean, you still have sorry. to do the. You still, 
I have a bit of an, uh, sorry, I mean, obviously, if you've trashed the place, I don't mean that. But just in general, isn't the point of going away and not being in your home and paying the amount of money you're paying a night to have somebody clean up the place after you've been there? Well, I think just general tidiness. I don't think you need to be ridiculously pedantic, but I think general tidiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it is. Like, oh, the rubbish can go into the rubbish. Yes, for right. Example. Okay. Yeah. Then leave the rubbish bag for the owner to get rid of. We Kel- clean the sheets and bed linen and all that sort of stuff. Okay. But, you know, yeah, yeah. Just don't leave it like, you know, gross. Kel, do you reckon I'm any chance of getting the one night off? No. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely don't pay for the firewood. That is the ri- most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Good on you. Thanks, right. Kel. Appreciate it. Uh, Andrew, g'day. G'day, mate. How you going? Oh, I'm angry. I keep forgetting how angry I am. Andrew, um, I feel your pain. Do you? I agree with you, but I don't think my wife would. Why not? I get in trouble for burning decorative firewood. But you're burning decorative firewood or just firewood? <laughs> it's firewood that I go and cut and stack and split um, and put inside. Um, sits nicely next to the fireplace, the small stuff. Good to get the fire going. Hold on, you get in trouble for burning the wood you've chopped. Yeah, yeah, but it looks nice next to the fireplace. But you chopped it. Oh, Andrew, at least I only have to pay 300 bucks. You've got a lifetime of that. (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. Budget car rentals pre-check lets you pre-fill the details online ahead of your trip, letting you skip the paperwork and get on the road sooner. One of the biggest comedy stars in this country and a friend of ours has been mugged. Oh. Yes. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, I didn't know whether to pretend if I didn't oh. know that. So anyway, I know who took yes. that. Yes. Um he's okay, but he's gonna tell us all about it very, very, very soon. Oh <laughs> <laughs> But uh, up next Because um one a house that you would know, a house that everyone in the world would know mm-hmm. who's ever had a TV has gone under the hammer and I'm gonna tell you which house and how much it's sold for. Next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Time game is coming up after four o'clock. Ooh, very exciting. How much is it worth now? Oh, you're going to have to wait and see. Everything Mm. I want to know, you guys tell me. You have to wait. You're still here, though. Just tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here because I want to know which famous house from a TV show has gone under the hammer. Yes. This is over in the States. Okay. Your clue is it was bought by a woman named Tina. Trahan. Well, that doesn't help me. She's 53. Has she got anything to do with the show? Oh, another clue. Okay. Um, it's in Los Angeles. Well, that's where most of them were filmed. <laughs> Is it a real house or like a house? It's a, it's oh, a, yeah, it must be a real house. It's a oh, real house. <laughs> it is a real house. Um, and you would have seen this house many times. Mm-hmm. This show was around when you were probably a teenager. Um, is this you having a go at my age? Yes, it is. The show ran on air from 1969 to 1974. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the theme song to the show. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very This is the show that you featured in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. As you know, Alice. when my hair gets big, I look like Alice. From the Brady Bunch. Yes, I was going to say Alice Brady. That's not correct. No. She's the hired help in the Brady Bunch. Um, so this Tina Trahan... Paid nearly $5 million for the Los Angeles house. I didn't know, but the house um, remained kind of as it was. And I think they must have used interior sets. And so the inside of the house didn't really look like the house until... That's often the case, though. When I went and did my Sound of Music tour, Mm. the um, major house that the whole thing shot in 
when you see the outside of it, they then shoot it in a different house, the inside of it. Can't so it's trust, not the same right. house. Can't trust the media. That's how Neighbours works as well. Is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so they just use Ramsey Street, but that's not where the houses are. They use Ramsey Street for the exteriors. Ah. Yes. Fascinating. Yes. So this is the house. people live in those houses. Hold on. So this was the house that was the exterior. I knew that because when I turned 30, I went, Neighbours also turned 30. And so they thought that was enough of a link to get me down there. And you thought that was enough of a link to get yourself down there. I was pretty excited about the ask, <laughs> to be honest. So hold on, was this the exterior so, house for the Brady Bunch? No, so then in 1995, they um, filmed a show. They got the, the staff back together and filmed a show called A Very Brady Renovation. And now the interior of the house matches the interior of the actual house you see house. on the TV right. and she is a super fan and she's bought the house for $5 million. Oh my God, what and does she do to have $5 million just to buy a house? Like, will she keep it like that or live in it? She's not even going to live in it. No, she lives in Bel Air, but she's a collector. Oh, well, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, has she bought the house from... She's a... The Fresh Prince? Did you forget everything but the song? She's a collector of unusual homes, which means she's loaded and probably hard work. She also owns... Unusual homes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you believe her husband's rich? No way. Not in She also has a grand Italian Renaissance mansion known as Stone Manor. In Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And what's that from? Oh, I thought that was going to be in Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's not a famous like, wow. house. Sorry, it's not a TV It's mansion. an unusual it's home. A, but what makes it unusual? Because it's a grand Italian Renaissance mansion. Isn't that just a whole lot of words? Oh, we forget where you live. No. But what is a grand <laughs> Italian a, Renaissance? Isn't that just a humble bit more? No, isn't, isn't that just a rich house, a like a big home? house? Why is that unusual? Why are you still asking me questions? Because I don't understand what makes it unusual. She just buys I've houses. I've never seen a grand Italian Renaissance mansion. What do you mean? You've never seen a mansion in Italy? No. That <laughs> should be in Italy, but it's in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. It's got a, it's called Stone Manor. It's oh, got a name. She's the wife of former HBO chief executive Chris Albrecht. Mm. She's, oh my God, the net worth, $160 million. That's him. I know. You said bear, five you said of that on worth. Well, it is theirs. She's five million of it gone. <laughs> um, but I want to know, have you bought something? Because um, as you know, I'm a bit obsessed with this. Jesse, what did we almost buy? We almost bought a flag of John F. Kennedy's limousine that he was shot in. Oh yes. And I was so passionate about wow. this that I forgot until just then that we almost yeah, bought it. Even had... When you say almost, you bid on it and missed out. Yes. And yes. we ended up getting the dinner with Dennis Rodman instead. Yeah. Which and has never happened. That's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that you paid how much for? A lot of money. How much? Good track record. It was fifteen grand, wasn't it? Yeah, and they stung me for the firewood. Oh my firewood. God, fifteen thousand dollars for dinner! <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't fought the fifteen grand dinner, but you fought the three hundred dollar firewood. This Robin dinner is still happening. But I want to know: Have you? Oh bought, yes, you I almost, almost bought, bought Elvis's Elvis. plane. That's oh, yeah. right. Oh, and then they've turned it into a bus that drives around. Vegas. Oh, you know they were going to turn it into a bus that drives around Vegas, and now now they're doing exactly what I was going to do with it. And oh, Airbnb. Airbnb. Home. I wonder how much the firewood is. Mm, <laughs> that one. I know. Um, I want to know if you've bought something. Either do you live in a in a famous house, or have you bought something from like TVs, movies? I'm fascinated by by famous things. Yes, give us a call. Thirteen ten sixty. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. And on thirteen ten sixty, have you bought anything famous? Yes, because Tina Trahan bought the Brady Bunch house. 
Here's the story. It wasn't a steal either. Five million bucks. They said the average block in the neighbourhood that she bought it for of a similar size with a similar house on it goes for about a million bucks. Oh my God, she paid Whoa. four million more just to say she's got the Brady Bunch house. She collects unusual homes. So Carrie. you know the Home Alone house sold yes. in 2012 for 1.5 million US. Is that a good like buy? Two million. I don't know. I mean, it depends. I feel like that's it's that still got the marbles huge? and stuff in it. It was a monster of a house. Yeah, well, that's cheaper than the the Brady Bunch one was pretty big because it had all the kids in it. You know, the only one I could find was the um, the house from Silence of the Lambs, and oh it is God. currently on sale. Oh, is it? How much? I love that movie. It's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, because I mean, to, to be in fair, a imagine living house. in that house. Um, You'd never sleep again. Also, the home has a pool and a wraparound porch to distract from all the killings. <laughs> Remember the <laughs> the pretend killings. Meh. <laughs> Remember the John F. Kennedy flag from the limousine from the day that he died that I said we almost bought? Yes. Yeah. I don't think we were ever actually going to buy it. I saw the auction and thought we could, but it sold in 2017 for 155000 US dollars. Oh, my God. For a flag? We could have got I mean, the Silence of the Lambs house. For to be fair, could've. though, wouldn't you prefer, if you had to pick for one fifty the Silence of the Lambs house or the... The flag from the car. You'd take the flag, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I mean, you can't live in it, but it's more, the memorabilia is more important, I think. cold. <laughs> and it'd be embarrassing when you, you had people over it. to stay. <laughs> <laughs> um, on 13.1060, Pippa, sorry, before we get to it, do you have any more famous houses that you've found? Uh, the home from the TV show Full House. Yes. Oh, yes. That in San Francisco. sold in 2020 for $5.35 million, And the person that owned it uh, was the director of Full House. And he oh. sold it to an unnamed buyer. Wow. <laughs> oh, he sold it. Yeah. He sold it because the neighbours wouldn't let him make the exterior of the house look exactly like it did on the show. And they were upset by all the tourism. Oh. Wait. So yeah. for a short time, it was an empty house. Good stuff, Tommy. G'day, Emma. Hi. Do you have something famous that you've bought? Oh, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, I've got the original station wagon from Wolf Creek One. Oh my! Oh, oh wow! <gasps> I haven't that... seen Wolf Creek. Does scary stuff happen in that station wagon? Are you joking? Well, I know scary uh, stuff happens in the movie, but what happens in the station wagon? Is the station wagon Emma the bit where they get out and they go to run? The station wagon's pretty much from the very beginning of the movie right up until probably three quarters through. It's and what the, the kids travel in. Yeah. What, how'd you get your hands on it? I actually had the privilege to go out onto the set where they were filming Wolf Creek One, and uh, lo and behold, the, the wagon was still there. And so, um, and so did you just take it? No, the the um, owners of the property obviously had to get permission. Yeah. They... Um, walked me around and showed me what was going on. And I noticed the station wagon and they were saying it's it's been a bit of a nightmare because the local kids keep coming down and vandalising it and wrecking it. And they were just like, we've got to get the tow truck in. We've got to take to the wreckers. It's just a nightmare. Oh. So gave me a couple of weeks to think about it. And I said, look, what if I take it off your hands? Good on you, Em. Yeah. Well so done. I was thinking, with all the other Australian movies and iconic ones over the years and all the cars have obviously been sold off or destroyed completely, I thought, well, maybe we'll keep hold of this one as well. Do you get up to any nefarious activity like they did in Wolf Creek, Emma? Well, I've actually built the replica of the first truck as well. Oh. Um, It was wrecked in the first movie, obviously, so I had to build a replica to it. So in time, hopefully, I can get a tow truck and I'll have the wagon getting towed by the truck 
all over ah, again. Good, good on you, Emma. Emma. Carrie, you know how you said a bit of nefarious. Yeah, activity. I don't know what's happened in it, the actual movie. It's a it's a serial killer. Oh, yes, you made it sound like. <laughs> hey, did you get up to any fun and games? <laughs> you ever murdered going one. into the outback and murdering backpackers? <laughs> What'd you get up to? Just some nefarious stuff. You're covered in blood. <laughs> How's this? In 2008, a used tissue from Scarlett Johansson was sold for $5,300 oh, on eBay. It would have been and in way more used after that. 2012. Oh. In 2012, Niall Horan left behind a piece of Vegemite toast after he was on an Aussie morning show. And it was half eaten and it was sold for $100,000. No, no, that's not true. That cannot be just, true. What, what would you get Sammy, for just half eating a piece of toast and leaving it around and selling it? Me. What would people pay for that? No, I'd just be told to clean the studio <laughs> up. <laughs> um, g'day, Katie. Hey, how are you going? I'm pretty good. Do you have something famous? Um, well, I think so, but I think it's, well, I know it's something that you might be interested in buying. Oh, Yeah. So it's a. I worked at the Sydney 2000 Olympics. Yes. And I have a practice ball from the um, baseball, the gold medal baseball game. And um, I was on a real quick break and I was just sitting there watching them and I managed to get one of the balls and um, that they hit over. And the lineup to get Cuba to sign all of the merchandise was enormous mm-hmm. because they were going to win. Um, I went and got the USA team. I was the only person there to get something signed by them mm-hmm. and um, they ended up being the underdogs and they come through and won the gold medal. Oh, so, I mean, so sorry, Katie, I got so excited when you... The <laughs> no, no, I got so excited because I thought you were going to say Kathy Freeman's speed suit or like something, oh, no. you know, iconic. And then when it was baseball, it, but it was really stumped ball. me. But I am in a practice... But I do love the fact that Katie was smart enough to go get the signatures from the other team. Yes, so I do mean I. that's that's and, really And I smart. do need to know, Katie, what would and the what would the price tag be on such a coveted item? Well, a cameraman comes straight over to me and he's like, I'll give you ten grand for that. Oh and God. I was only nineteen and I went, Ten grand, it's just happened. It's gonna be worth so much more than that. So I've held on to it all these years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, come on, it needs to be more. And so, Gary and Tommy. A bit of a scandalous story coming well, up because. Our good mate Husey had something horrible happen to him on the way to get dinner last night, and we're going to get the lowdown from him very, very soon. Yes. He is okay, though. Right now. Yes. It's the best competition in radio. This is the best competition you've ever had. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> The Time Game Jackpots Weekly. Oh, mate, you make our dreams come true. All you need to do is say stop, stop when exactly five seconds is up. Experience the joy of a pizzeria at home with a Dr. Erdka Ristorante pizza. Yummy! This week, the jackpot is up to... $800. Carrie and Tommy's Time Game. Ooh. We need to get more phone lines because they have gone into meltdown. 13, 10, 60. Good luck. We play next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Time, time, bo-bye, banana, better, bo-bye, be-bye, mo-bye. Time game, Carrie and Tommy's time game. Very exciting, Bickers. Louise, you excited? I'm very excited. 800 bucks on the line, what do you need it for? Oh, anything and everything. <laughs> like fun stuff or bills? Bit of both, bit okay. of both, yeah. A quick quiz question for you, Louise. If five seconds earns you 800 bucks, how much would you get paid per hour if every five seconds got you 800 bucks? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, good answer. 100 and... <laughs> 
125? No. 125 what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not good on the math. <laughs> no, 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 no per what? hour. Would you get, be getting paid? Of the five. Um, well, it's 800 is... divided by five. No, Isn't no. it? What? What? <laughs> anyway, got me all confused. Oh, Louise, me and you both. I think um, more me. <laughs> um, you know what to do. Our furry friend here will say start. You say stop. If it's exactly on five seconds, the money's yours. Yep. You ready to play? I'm ready. Start. Stop. Ooh, felt a little on the long side to yeah, me. Carrie, how did you feel? To oh. be honest, I was still doing math. Um, oh, so, <laughs> sorry, Louise. How did she go? Six point four five. Oh, oh, she hit yeah. hard. The math is telling me that was long. It, uh, that's how much it is. Um, Five hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars now. What is how much you're earning? If you're earning eight hundred dollars every five seconds. Oh, is that what you were asking? G'day, Vicky. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Pretty good. Do you feel like earning, oh, I've lost $576,000 an hour for five seconds? Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> okay. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Start. Stop. That felt long too. Got a little on the mm. long side. Vic, how did you feel? Um, yeah, maybe it was a bit too long. <laughs> are you scared of heights? Not, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, this is going to hurt. How did it go? 6.57. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost um, a bit kiwi. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm falling. <laughs> G'day, Nick. G'day, mate. Oh, Nick. Um, How are you, bro? <laughs> good, mate. How are you? Can you do our kiwi accent, Nick? Oh, I think I'm good, mate. Yeah, not bad. We've gone very high, haven't we, Nick? <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick, are you ready to play? I am, mate. Start. Stop. Oh, that felt better. That felt, yeah, it felt much better. It, it was in the fives, money. I reckon. Did you feel that in your waters, Nick? Oh, I think so. Yeah, that's where I feel most of my stuff. Um, how did Nick go? Please, we, we have so many bodies there. Five. Oh, this is good. Point mm-hmm. four zero. Kick him. <laughs> Sophie, it's not your day. I don't feel feel like it's your day to fall to your death. I feel like it's your day to win eight hundred dollars. Yeah, me too. Okay. What, what are, are you gonna... spending the money on, Soph? Oh, a bit of everything. That's everybody's answer. Give me something specific. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Bad start, Sophie. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready to go, Soph? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, let's see if we can make this zero from three. Start. Stop. It's, uh, it, oh. I can't read his face. I don't know what that expression you know what, is. You know is what he happened? constipated though? No, you know what happened? I feel like that's his constipation. Do you know what happened? Face. What happened? I what? I shouldn't I shouldn't have done it, Sophie. As you know, we've got a. A ferret that pushes the buttons on this show because employing humans can just get too expensive. And I shouldn't have done it, but I took him, he was feeling a bit down. Mm. And I said, I'll take you to a beauty therapist. And I thought he was just going to get his nails done. And he got little ferret Botox in his face. And now he's expressionless. Why is not, I can't work, read him. I know. Look, I'll scare him. <laughs> nothing. nothing. I was terrified then. Yeah. And it did not show. It didn't show. God, it's working. You, weirdly though, when you were just talking then, there was lots of wrinkles. <laughs> wow. He's 62. <laughs> Um, how did Sophie go? 
Sorry, we've spoken for so long that the phone's locked. <laughs> How did Sophie go? 6.45. Oh! Jeez, she fell. They're falling. One more. Glenn. Glenn, are you ready to play? I am. All right, let's do it. Jesse, start. Stop. It felt. Bit quick, I reckon. Weirdly, in the fours. Weirdly, it felt short. I um, have you got your big boots on? Yeah, always. Okay, get yeah, ready to it... kick Glenn right up that backside. How did he go? Four point five seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because true crime is massive at the moment. Everyone is obsessed with true crime. This is crime. a very strange way of getting into what we're about to do. Well, I decided we needed to focus more on true crime on the show, and we know someone <laughs> who has recently had a crime committed to them on It them. is true crime. It's true crime. Yes. <laughs> Hughesy. Hey, Hughes. Yeah, the victim, is he talking to? You're the talking victim. to the, the victim, uh, yeah, not what, the perpetrator. Okay, Perpetrated. So- I've only heard know. the top line of this from a producer. <laughs> I know nothing about this. All she said was, oh, my God, Husey's been mugged. What the hell? Well, this is, this is how it went. Um, and, uh, look, I did talk about it this morning on my uh, Sydney uh, radio show, Husey Ed Naren, but I want to go national, and you guys are the best place to go national. <laughs> <laughs> Although I may come up later on. But anyway, let's go now. <laughs> He's <laughs> in there in the second best place to go national, but the place to go national from 3 p.m. to 6 is you guys. Yes. And you know what? I was uh, getting a spud. I was getting a number of spuds. Or I wanted to get a number of spuds. The spud bar, great place to get your spuds. Rode my electric bike. Got into the front of the spud bar last night at dusk. Uh, How many it times was... are you going to say spud bar? Yeah, have you, are you getting free spuds? I don't have a deal with the spud bar, honestly. Yes. Don't. So and and my local one wasn't open. I think I must have shut down. So I'm at the front of the spud bar and I'm ring, I'm about to ring my wife saying there's no spuds. What are we going to do? What's plan B? And all of a sudden, someone grabbed my phone out of my hand. All right, I got the helmet on. They grabbed my phone and um, I looked up and it was a look. I'm going to use the term mess head, which I think would be in the urban dictionary now, wouldn't it? Yeah, I reckon. Would it be? I reckon. We all know what you mean. Yeah, yep. yeah. Someone and- you see them walk down the street. You avoid their eyes. You, you cross the street if you have to. Well, this guy had my phone. <laughs> it's like, was he running he was away busy. or just standing no, there? No, just him? walking, just walking. He looked at me, just walking. Like, they're like zombies, you know? Yeah. So, and he was a big mess head as well. And uh, he went to talk to on my phone, and I hadn't quite made the call yet to my wife. And I'm like, mate, what are you doing? And he's like big and crazy. And he said, you're not even talking to anyone. And he w- walked off with my phone. <gasps> And I'm like, this is, what am I going to do? And uh, I've got my helmet on and because um, I'm on the bike. And I, I said, he's got my phone. <laughs> and then he threw it, threw oh, my phone. So, yeah. Did it break? He threw my phone. You know what? Not even a cover on it. I thought it would much have smashed into 100 pieces and it's fine. So That's big so up unfair. Apple. I know, not big up Apple. I've dropped my phone <laughs> one centimetre before and it somehow shattered both sides. A crazy meth head threw it, how like threw it on the ground. What's that? How did a meth head have such a soft touch? <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I can't I believe it didn't break. I would have thought he would have had more energy. <laughs> he threw the, it hard. What's yeah, the definition right? of a mugging? You get your stuff taken. That's what it is. So you don't have to be hurt in the process. No. no, no sorry, to... our producer's laughing. Yeah. I don't mean no, that. Sir, in a... no, I'm just trying to understand. Mugging is not physically attacked. It's when your well, stuff is be. stolen off you. It can be either. Yes. Yeah, it's versatile. But it's in the, 
Yeah. It's in the street. I think you've got to be in the street, don't you? That's a mugging. Yeah. Like, is it? Like if you're at home, that'd be a burglary. But what right. you, yes. I think you just got vandalised. But no, it didn't even break. I think someone I know, just I borrowed get... your phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're okay. Yeah, but I, you know, I didn't know what. Did I ring the police? Other people saw it happen, and then but, I just let him wander off into the night. Um, <laughs> he doesn't even remember it. <laughs> Hughes, can we, can, can we just role play how that call to the cops go? What do you say is happening? I'll be it. Bring, 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 bring. Excuse me, it's uh, Sydney Police it's Dave, Station. Dave, Dave Hughesy Hughes. Um, here I am. Uh, yeah, you know me. Yeah, from the radio. No, TV. I, I'm not aware of who you are. But anyway. Please report your uh, crime. <laughs> A crazy guy grabbed my phone. I thought he was going to steal it, and he walked off, and then he threw it towards me. So um, what's the crime you're reporting, sir? I'm, I'm, I don't think he should be doing this. You know, I think you need to at least have a talking to him. Do you, you know, okay, do you have his him. details? No, but I can give you a general direction he wandered off into. <laughs> <laughs> how would you describe him, apart from the words you've used, which has only so far been meth head, how would you describe him? He looks, no, he, like Dave Hughes. he looks like Dave Hughes only bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he's using Ed and Aaron. Uh, you might hear that again in an hour. All right, don't worry about it. Thanks, Hughes. <laughs> Bye. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Wednesday Why afternoon. Are you confused? I'm not. I was jamming. A budget car rentals pre-check lets you pre-fill your details online ahead of your trip, letting you skip the paperwork and get on the road sooner. Mm, I would add that song to my road trip playlist if I was getting a budget rental car. That is an absolute tune. There is nothing worse than itching for a vacay and then having a huge delay when you have to fill out all the forms at the airport. Do it all before so you can just get on the road. And then you can get straight into your your beautiful budget car and jam away like I was just doing. You know how I was telling you about my uncle, um, who's a world champ? He's not. He's a tennis player and he's playing in the World Masters. That's correct. So it makes him a world champ. It's anyway, not we're not true. having this argument again. However, <laughs> when I was doing a deep dive into world champs, I discovered something that a 96-year-old had done, and I think it's going to give us all of us faith that in the later half of our life, we could all be world champs too. Was Again, did he win gold at the You'll world You'll find champ? out. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Whenever and wherever you are, you can stream the show live. Just make sure you get the listener app and favourite Carrie and Tommy. Go to the listener app and hear a break that we did earlier in the week um, about um, over 70 world champs because my uncle, I was mm. telling you guys, mm. is about to fly over to Mallorca and complete in the World Masters. Complete in? Yeah, but he might complete it Hopefully, and he become might a win world it. champ. No, I, my argument is he's already a world champ. The fact that he's at the World Masters, you dissed him. Um, but he's no, no, 62nd think, in the world. He's think, number two in Australia. He's amazing at tennis and he's 75 years old. I think that, that I think it's all amazing. Anyway, we had a big fight about that. That's on the list around. However, mm. then our producers were digging around because I was asking the question of people that only came to great success later in life. Mm-hmm. And they've given me a list of people that have achieved great success later in life. And I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about movie stars that only got like their Morgan Freeman, oh, they yes. only got his acting debut at 60 or something or 50, wasn't yes. it? Something like that. Colonel Sanders established the KFC restaurant chain. How old do you think he was? Oh, you all did hear the producers say that, didn't you? Can I? 65 was when he became Colonel Sanders, the big KFC dude. And now there's... How long was he around for after that? Oh, the KFC killed him. Um, It says (laughs) nine years and 600 franchises later, he sold his share for millions. Only millions. But back then... 
Wasn't it in the early 1900s or something? No, no. Producers haven't given me oh, all the um, details. I've got to admit, I wasn't sure that Colonel Sanders was a real person. No, I didn't know he was real either. Mm. Is um, Ronald McDonald real? No. No. <laughs> Grimace, is so red hair. Grimace is real. Yeah. Hamburg. But to be fair, real. Colonel Sanders mm. is just a grey haired man, like on a like KFC billboard thing. Like, why would you go, oh, Ronald McDonald's not real, but Colonel Sanders would be? Do you know what I mean? Because uh, Ronald McDonald is a clown. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so. Yes, I see the yeah, difference. Yeah. yeah. yeah with big red um, shoes. 1964, and a, he sold the corporation for yeah. $2 million. That's Colonel Sanders, not Ronald. Oh. Boring. <laughs> Estelle Getty. She was Sophia in the Golden Girls. She only reached worldwide fame at 63 years of age. So when she and Getty, I bring you oh, the Golden when did Girls. She Getty, her big break. <laughs> <laughs> She's. Um, okay, no, anyway. Time for uh, <laughs> I only bring you that because obviously the Golden Girls is in the opener of our show. Of course and it it's is. It's a theme we really mm. love. Yes. What about um, Yuichiro Miura? Hang on, was she Blanche? Sophia. Oh, Sophia, sorry. You, Yui Chiro. You, you must know Yui Chiro because in 2015, 2014, he became the oldest person to reach the top of Mount Everest. Well done. At the age of 80. Yui. And he said he was going to try again at the age of 90. Well, when he tries again, I'll Chiro him on. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jeannie Rice? At 75 years old, she ran the Boston Marathon at three hours and 33 minutes. What did she carbo-load with? Mm. Great question. <laughs> Rice, Jeannie Rice. So apparently it takes the normal she had a wish average 40-year-old person to do it in four to five hours, and Jeannie Rice did it in three hours and 33 minutes. I mean, you know what's even more impressive than that? What? How she got out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they must have rubbed her the right way. One more? To prevent cramping. Moa, no, I get Moa, you over it. <laughs> Moa Keat. A World War II oh, she vet. Keeps going. A World War II vet became the world's oldest bungee jumper in 2010. How old was he? He didn't start bungeeing until 88. He became the world's start. oldest bungee <laughs> jumper at the age of 96. Oh, well I was going to say Moa. <laughs> I don't get it. Lower. Oh, or more. Catch it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Because you remember my mate Paul Fluffy Sinclair. I love Paul Fluffy Sinclair. Yes, we both got addicted to his videos. Um, I had on... to stop playing mine at home. Oh, because so... there's a bit of swearing in them. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just for, for the kids? <laughs> Is Addie saying some words? Not those words, thank goodness. <laughs> well, um, I, he popped up again on my Instagram and he's doing something uh, very different and I think very worthwhile and a great cause. So he joins us on the phone now. Paul Fluffy Sinclair. G'day, Fluffy. Hey, Carrie and Tommy, my old mate. Uh, how are you? I'm very well. I'm the best I've ever been in my life. Is that right? Absolutely. Why? Living the dream. Living the dream, travelling Australia, making people laugh, saving lives. Good on you, Fluff. What's the the thing that I just mentioned that I said you're doing something a bit different and it's a very worthwhile cause at the moment? Can you tell the people what you're taking part in? Wow. I... Back in June this year, 23, I got approached by a bloke called Matt Ubrine. He's an ex-New South Wales policeman and fire service member for 30-odd years and was in a bit of a bad space. He reached out for me. He's got a podcast called H2H Walk Podcast. Now, what H2H Walk is, it's heart-to-heart walk. So all these ex-police, fire, brigade people, nurses, volunteers, emergency services officers have all got PTSD like me being an ex- Victorian copper, 
One of the blokes during COVID from the federal police in the ACT, he was deployed up to the Northern Territory to assist them during COVID. And it was a little place near Fink. And just near there is the Lambert Centre, Geographical Centre of Australia, which is a little masthead, the same shape as down at Parliament House. And he thought, what a great place to start a walk from the central heart of Australia all the way down to the heart of Parliament or government down at Canberra. So anyway, they all got together and drove up to Fink, to the central part of Australia, and they've walked for the last 75 days over 2,300 kilometres. A great cause, Fluff. Hey, Paul, yeah. can I ask you, what, what have you found since working in that force and, and what you saw? How, what are the negative impacts it's had on your day-to-day life for people that would have no understanding of what you carry, you guys carry with you after working in the force? Oh, I get terrified of going to bed every night thinking, what sort of nightmares am I going to have? Mm. Wake up. Oh, I've had... So many nightmares I can almost, my mind can identify. You know when you're in a nightmare and you're trying to run away and your mm. legs don't work and they, I know, my mind knows that and I wake up straight away um, because I've had so many of them. Um, the last three nights with these guys, I haven't had any nightmares. Um, I've had actually some good dreams. But, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is the, mm. the lack of sleep. Um, and oh, you lie in bed thinking, yeah, I'm going to go to doze off to sleep in a moment. Um, what am I going to see tonight? Um, I've had dreams of um, scenes that I've been to as a fingerprint expert in, in the Victorian Police Force, for some horrible crime scenes, and I've had dreams about them, and I've woken up and I thought, oh, my God, I, I'd totally forgotten about that oh. incident that happened 28 years ago, I left the police force, and all of it, it's in your head. It's in the, I don't know, the trash file or the spam file or something, and back it pops up again. And then, yep, every day then, from then you remember that scene that you'd finally forgotten about. There it is. Fluffy, you bring um, people, Carrie and I are included in, in this, uh, a lot of joy through your online videos and now um, on stage when you're doing your shows. It broke my heart the other day. I watched an old video of yours that you reposted. And usually when I watch your videos, I just laugh and laugh and laugh. And this one ended up making me cry because you were talking about it. It was from, I believe, a few years ago. And um, you were basically at the point where you didn't want to be in this world anymore. Um, yeah, well, that was that was not even 12 months ago. I was in a really bad space. That's another thing about all these guys. I... They leave their employers and emergency services person, then they have to deal with there's all these different agencies, and that's almost worse than the mm. the stuff that you've seen. The, it's almost harassment. The case managers, you get a new case manager every five minutes. You have to go through the whole story again and again and again. You've just got to fight to justify, I don't know, your 26, 27, 33 years of service being in a, a first responder, you just have to keep justifying where you're at. It's just wrong. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it was horrible. And that's where that was the space when I made that video. Mm. I, was, I was getting calls constantly. It brings me much joy that you're in a much better place now. Um, this walk is fantastic to raise funds and awareness around Australian first responders' mental health and well-being. If you want to uh, see more information or you want to donate money, the website is heart to heart That's the number two, heart to heart 
dot org. Like I said, it's Fire and Rescue, Paramedics, RFS, CFA, SES Volunteers, all the people we view as heroes in this society who are now doing it a bit tough. Um, just on a lighter note, before we let you go, Fluffy, I um, yes. I was there for your very first stand-up gig, and since then you've gone on to tour and do your own shows. How is it all going? It's going fantastic. I've, I've met a heap of coppers and first responders on my tour around Australia and chatted with them, and I reckon I've got maybe 30 or 40 families coming down to Canberra to come on this final walk on the 28th. So, yeah, if I've, I reckon I've done my part. I'm just loving being a part of this walk. And it doesn't end on the 28th, Carrie and Tommy. It's not going to end. I'm going to f- continue the heart-to-heart walk on my journey because I'm living the dream on the road. All these guys, when they finish on the 28th, they've got to go home. But my home's on the road, so I'm going to take the baton of this awareness in mental health for first responders and i'm going to continue the journey great well, good. Awesome. <laughs> good good on you fluffy like i said uh, it is a great cause if people want to donate uh heart to heartwalk.org and if you haven't seen paul fluffy sinclair make sure you look him up online and uh just enjoy it's always a pleasure thank you my friend thanks fluffy Thanks so much. No, no, Curry and Tommy, love you. Bye. And we should say as well, guys, if this has brought up anything for you and you want to talk to someone about it, you can always call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Carrie and Tommy. Oh, yes. What do we got today? We got a big hour coming up, including um, our international superstar, Timmy Big Problems, who is set to play an exclusive one-off only in the country gig uh, for some of our very lucky listeners He's been in touch and he said he's going to join us later in the show and he wants to clear up a bit of controversy. You know oh. what's so weird about that mm. is that I'm surprised that Timmy Big Problem's not the VMAs. No. <laughs> well, he would have been, but he was I, down here. So. No, no. No? He got banned. Oh. oh. Yeah, he bought his goat. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of controversy, mm. uh, Shakira was at the VMAs where she should be because she is awesome. Uh, she's been accused of lip syncing though, which is weird for a woman with an amazing voice. We saw her perform at the Super was it Super Bowl? Yeah, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Her and Jay Hope. This is never her, forget. Yeah, this is a medley that she performed. I'm so bad at working out whether someone's lip synced or not, but this is her. That's obviously people all the time lip sync when they got to do high intensity dance numbers. But that do just they? sounds like her singing yes, live. Yes, well, I had a question about that. When they lip sync, do they record a as live version of their track? So at oh, least they sound. Yeah. So it's not like it's stuff. just a one from just the hit, CD. Yes, play. play. The, yes, Maybe. on So Fresh. Anyway, one that she has just hit play. We went. We dove into the So Fresh 20, 2000 and what would it have been? 10. Album, oh. and we've got a bit of Shakira oh. for you now. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Hey, coming up next, um, we've got to address, and I've been getting these allegations as well. I know Timmy Big Problems, our big US country singer star who is out in the country performing a one-off gig for us has been copying the same treatment, and we are both going to address the allegations next. But right now, I'm so sick of clickbait. It got me today. It, it got me, me good. It always gets me. I read a headline that InSync had reunited. InSync. <laughs> what do you mean? InSync. In sync. In sync. Are you guys in sync? <laughs> they are. are. You out of sync? <laughs> what do you mean? In sync. What am I saying? In sync. <laughs> 
Like Uh-oh. in. It's bitch mum all over again. <laughs> You're not saying the letter N. In sync. Yeah, in sync. Yeah, sorry. In sync. And, and now you're going to tell us you and love this band that you can't even say? In Vogue. Um, in Sync. No. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm now so confused. How do I say it? In Sync. Back in the day, one of my favourite bands. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Am I wrong? No, I don't know. Now it just sounds weird. You know when you say it so many in times? In But yours sounds so weird. It is in, that in New Zealand. It's In Sync, right? Okay. In Sync. Yes. Anyway, one of your favourites. <laughs> yeah, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, all of them. This anyway, like, like me saying the Rod hit Chili Pippers <laughs> are one of my favourite bands. Anyway, I saw a headline that anyway. they were reforming. <laughs> anyway, <Yes>. and <laughs> I saw at the VMAs that they reformed. So I clicked on the article. All that happened was they got on stage to give Taylor Swift an award. Even mm. Taylor Swift was waiting for them to perform, and they didn't. I'm not doing well pivoting from this to this. Like, I had, I had your dolls. I like, what? Like, are you doing something? What's gonna happen now? No, they didn't do anything. In sync, then just got in sync. Walked off stage. (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, but it's not just you guys. No, we've just been arguing about whether it's in sync or in sync. So my whole life, I've said the band was. In sync, and you were like, "Isn't it in sync?" And now I don't know what's up and what's down and what's. But it makes sense. Right. It's in sync, but I've just never called it. But that. it I've also said in sync because they are in sync. Yeah, as a band. that makes sense too. Mm. Anyway, and producer producers. Sammy's been looking it up for us. I'm very excited. Um, I haven't seen you this excited about anything yeah, in a long time, which is very strange because it's not that exciting. No, and I don't even know their music. Um, <laughs> so it is, bye, it, it bye, is, bye. Yeah, yeah they're one of your favourite yeah. bands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you just said that five minutes ago? No, I'm the one that just sang the song, okay? I was expecting you to go, see ya, see ya, see ya. <laughs> catch, <laughs> catch, catch. <laughs> ladies, <Yes>. ladies, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pronounced in sync like the word because it oh. actually came from Justin Timberlake's mum. So she commented on how in sync the group's singing voices were at one time. So she was like, man, you guys are really in sync. And that's how they got the name. But oh. they got the spelling by taking the last letter of each of their first names. Oh, Nick. No, N for Justin. That's the <laughs> opposite. So N, the last letter. The last letter of their first name. Oh, Justin. <laughs> N from that's Justin. Tricky. S yep. from Chris. Y from Joey. N from Jason and C from JC. But how interesting that that made in- the, the word insync. Yeah, what a coincidence. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I can't <laughs> believe it, guys. Mind blown. I'm, yeah. I'm excited by that. I'm excited that you were excited by that. Yeah. And wait till you find something actually exciting in this life. <laughs> well, you might have that for us now. Oh gosh, it's what? Anyway, I think I've solved a problem. It's me here, Jimmy Big Problems, and for one night only, I'll be coming down under to perform my unreleased, unauthorized little snippet that you got your hands on of my new song about a mishap wearing some new underwear. Well, you can't see my butt, but you can see my nuts. I think I've got my thong on wrong. So join me at Timmy Big Problems. My problem's big, but my life is small. And my hit song, I think I got my phone on wrong for one night only. No scalpers. Don't get held up in queues on your next holiday. Fast track your booking with Budget Car Rentals hassle-free services. And get to the good stuff at budget.com.au. Now, I actually don't have a problem with 
today, I'm going to fix this problem because there's been accusations that are wild and they've been flying around. We've got to fix it because it's showtime tonight. I know like it's showtime to tonight. to watch the gig. I know. People have been um, looking at me funny and it took a while to realise what it was. And I've noticed there have been occasions that we have chatted to Timmy Big Problems mm. where for various reasons... He's a good mate of yours. Yes, very good mate of mine. For various reasons, I've not been here. And so people have started to join the dots and people have started to accuse me and Timmy Big Problems of actually being the same person. Yeah, and so I thought sure. I would make sure that I... have got our own conspiracy theory. It's so dumb. I thought I would make sure this time we are all here to chat to Timmy Big Problems. Uh, g'day, Timmy. Howdy, partner. Good to finally chat, Tommy. I've been texting a lot, but oh, you no. know, this confusion, like maybe we be the same person, it's very... Perfunctory. I don't know what that word means, but I like to, you know, extend my vocabulary. Anyway, I find it all because here I am. I'm a big international star coming down under for the first time. From what I understand, you have lived in Australia down under your whole life. That's true. And, and whilst I'm a big star, you're nothing but a low-level dick joke comedian. I, sorry, I do more than just jokes about that. What, your ball joke? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Timmy, what is your song about again? It's called I Think I Got My Song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, we are kind of similar. Yes, I do. Carrie, sorry, you've been very quiet. Do you want to ask Timmy a question? I thought this was insane enough, and now you're talking to yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. You can, what do you want to ask Timmy? I, I've, I've, Timmy's, I've spoken to Timmy enough. I just want to see him perform. You don't want to ask Timmy any questions? Not really. Timmy, are you ready for tonight's show? Uh, yes, ma'am, that is correct. And can I just say, you look fantastic today. What am I wearing? Absolutely not. I don't <laughs> know why you would say such a thing, but that that is not me. No, I don't think he understood you. No. Well, I, I just ask the same question again. What am I wearing? Oh, oh I'm sorry there, little lady. I can't understand a word you done just said. Uh, Tommy, any other questions from you, Fazer? <laughs> no, no, I think we're good. And also, why would you ask someone that is on the phone what you're wearing, Carrie? Because it's you. It's just, <laughs> it's just not me, Timmy. I've, I've never you, wanted something are you to be over on the way so to much. the show. Yeehaw! No, Timmy, I said, are you on the way to the show? Oh, can I get a yeehaw? No, Timmy, are you on the way to the show? Timmy, are you on the he way to the show? He should be in the budget car now. Timmy, are you on the way to the show? No scalpers. No, Timmy, are you, uh, just answer the, please, just one last question. Timmy, you're on the way to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got to go too. Yeah. we got the car oh, waiting down. i got to go. My hog's getting loose. Terry, Terry, get back here. i got to get to the show. <laughs> okay, we hope to see Timmy tonight. That there, if you are listening, mm, yeah. is an actual insight into Tommy's mind. That's the sort of stuff that goes around and around. When we're all just going about our day, that's what's happening. We've just chatted. Oh, that's pretty disrespectful. It's anyway, impossible. we will bring you the full Timmy Big Problem show yeah. tomorrow on our show. Can I get a yee-haw from you? Yee-haw. <laughs> Don't get held up in queues on your next holiday fast track. You're booking with budget car rentals, hassle-free services, and get to the good stuff at budget.com.au. Follow Carrie Vigmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Carrie and Tommy will be back for some more adventures tomorrow. Fast track your next adventure with budget car rentals, hassle-free service. Bye. Bye.